What up, killers? I'm Mara. And I'm Tess. And welcome back to Sisters Who Kill. Y'all, it is still February. It's Black History Month, but we always black around here. And I I felt like it was still love season. You know, (laughs) I love love. So we got another love story for you today. Our players this week are Crystal Parker, the victim, and Danielle Parker, our murderess. Crystal was born in 1978. She got a twin brother named Chris, and she has two other siblings. Her parents divorced when she was around three or four, and her mom actually moved away from where they were living in Florida to start her a new life in Atlanta. So she was raised by a single dad down there in Florida. In 2004, she moved to Georgia, and she joined the police academy. She was actually diagnosed with lupus when she was really young it's something that she constantly battles but she got strong enough well enough so that she could enter into the police academy which was like a goal of hers she moved to atlanta and she served in east point because i don't know why you want to move to east point i guess to make the world a better place and shit because she said she loved it over there i know but like you know i live down there (laughs) (laughs) she lived in college park but she worked in east point which is all down there if you know what i'm saying um no, when she was not on duty, she moonlights at a club and she worked security. So one night the club was slow, so she got off and she decided to go get some drinks with friends. And then across from the bar, she sees Danielle sitting down and she literally looks at her friends and she says, you see that girl over there? Oh, that's going to be my girl. She was that's- on her Michael Jackson shit. Watch me get that girl. Okay. She was like, I'm, that's mine. Took her drink and went and spoke to Danielle and they spent the entire night chatting and drinking and having a good time. So, Danielle was just four years younger than Crystal. She was born and raised in Atlanta to a single mother. Now, Danielle had always been kind of heavyset her whole life, and she was very shy and reserved. And then in high school, she lost a bunch of weight, and she was like, you don't know me, you fucked the old body. You know what I mean? It was a whole new her. She starts, you know, opening up more, and, you know, niggas is noticing her. They was like, oh, you was hiding you a little hourglass underneath all of that, honey. Mm-hmm. So... You know, she's she's really liking the attention that she's getting or whatever, right? And, you know, Crystal was one of them who was giving her the right type of attention. So when Crystal came and hollered at her in a club, she was like, oh, what's she lit? Like, where you hollering? It's over with, you know? And that's exactly what they did because in true lesbian fashion, they fell in love extremely quickly. And after a couple of weeks, Crystal was like, hey, Danielle, you want to move in? And Danielle was absolutely like, uh, Yes. I mean, Crystal had a good job as a police officer. She was getting high up in the ranks. She had money that was coming in and was consistent. Um, She liked to spoil her girl, and Danielle didn't mind that at all because Danielle liked to be spoiled. At the time, you know, it wasn't legal to get married in Georgia. Same-sex marriage wasn't legal in Georgia, which is like bananas. That feels like traveling back in time, doesn't it? I know, but that's still like our lifetime. I know! (laughs) It just feels like... Niggas really gave a fuck. Yeah, so much has happened in our lifetime. Like, it's bananas, and there's so... We have a long way to go. Since they couldn't legally get married at Atlanta Pride, if anybody knows anything about Atlanta, okay, there's a gay scene here, and it's lit. Pride's always lit. Black Pride's always lit. Anything is always lit in Atlanta. So she was really active in the gay scene, and at Atlanta Pride, they ended up having, like, a civil union at the Pride event, which is cute. Like, they wanted to get married. They wanted to have the wedding. I don't think I could do that. Like, get married at a, I don't even know that I want a wedding. You don't want a wedding? <sighs> it's just the whole standing in front of everybody, the kiss, 
It's 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 actually a spectacle, and I don't like to be made a spectacle. But of. it's a wedding. You're supposed to be the center of the spectacle. Mm-mm, I really don't like to be the center of anything. And then that's so disappointing, friend. Like then you know how I feel about PDA. You want me to be like, nah. Yeah, I'm they be showed like, PDA PDA <laughs> all the time. Like they were known to be super lovey dovey. They were known to be all up on each other, like hands in each other's pockets. You know all Mm-mm. that good stuff. I know you don't like that, but I love. You better if you love me, you better show it. Mm-mm. If you love me, you better show it. Okay, I sneak you a little love tap every now and then. A love tap, yeah. Just so you know, I was still thinking about you, but Mm-mm. on a low. You got a love tap on his ass. Wait till somebody turn around and be like, no. Mm-mm. Anyways, so they were very much in love. They had their civil union, and one thing that was really important to Danielle was changing her last name. She wanted to have Crystal's last name because that was her boo. That was her main. That was. That's a wifey, you know? Mm -hmm. So they ended up going through the legal process to change Danielle's last name to the same last name as Crystal, which was Parker, which is already a hard process because I know same-sex couples that are legally married and still have problems with the whole name change process. I hear name change is just a process in general because yeah. after you do it then you got to change everything social security card, everything yeah. the couple have been together going on six years now crystal is getting promotions at work she was the bike cop to be okay oh. she had the highest rankings she was the most decorated like they loved her there she loved being a bike cop okay she was like danielle baby you know what i'm saying you gotta have some ambition about yourself so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put you through nursing school and that's what I feel that, you know, you teach a man to fish, he'll eat forever, right? I mean, <laughs> if somebody's going to pay for my schooling, you know I ain't going to argue. This is expensive. I don't care what you want me to get a degree in. How much benefits I get being in school, and then I don't got to pay for it on top of that? Right. Get out of here. Um, she was like, yeah, let me put you through nursing school and all that. And Danielle was living the life, okay, because Crystal was like, you in school, I want you to focus, okay? Don't worry about no bills. Don't worry about working. I got everything, okay? You just stay here and you grind the way you need to grind, and we both want you together, okay? Mm-hmm. She's holding it down. But let Crystal's friends tell it, Danielle was bullshitting her way through school, just enjoying not having to do shit, you know? Just go to classes and whatever the fuck, right? Or not go to classes. Or not go to classes. Listen, because if I live off campus... <sighs> it was hard enough living on campus but living off campus if i wasn't already out the house leaving my bed just to go to a class or two yeah i used to be on the phone with you while you was late late every time man i'm i'm late to everything tessa can't be on time for nothing y'all lie to me don't tell me the right time one day crystal comes in the house and she see uh danielle boot up on the couch with some chick and she's like, what the hell is going on between the sheets in my home? Baby, wait, let me explain before you go and get your cane. And she's like, listen, baby, chill. We just sit here watching a movie. Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you booed up watching a movie. And she was like, you, honestly, you're doing the most. She was like, my fat movie older. And I'm sick of this disrespectful shit. Danielle, you got to get your shit. You got to go. Like, I, mean, I can't it do is, this no more. It, it is very disrespectful. Like, you don't pay no bills You don't there. pay no bills. So that's really Crystal's house, not your house. It's Crystal house, and you got somebody up in there booed up on a couch. <sighs> There's a line. There, and come you crossed on. it. You don't pay no bills there, girl. You can't be fucking up a bag. Yeah. <laughs> So Crystal is says that she's over with Danielle. She's done with it. She don't want nothing to do with it. But Danielle, you know, Danielle's trying to win her boo back. That's her baby. She wants her back. So she's still coming over every once in a while. They're still hanging out or whatever. But the thing was, while they were broken up, 
Crystal found her little boo thing down in Florida, down where near where her daddy lived. And so she got a new girlfriend. She talking to her. This is the girl that she, you know, trying to get to know, trying to understand what she about, whatever. Mm-hmm. They went to high school together they went and to- reconnected. Mm-hmm. Over Facebook like they do. <laughs> <laughs> you might know a little something about that. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> So one day Danielle comes over and Crystal's like, what are you doing here? And Danielle's like, baby, I like, come on, stop playing. I don't want to be in my mama's house. I want to be back here with you. I want to be back at our home. I love you. Stop playing around. I love you. Bitch, I don't want to be in my mama's house. <laughs> so she said she don't want to be at her mama's house. She wanted to be living with. She want to be back home. Shit, me too. <laughs> Turn this house into a home. But you broke the home. But okay, whatever. So Crystal is like. No, I think you need to leave. Like, I want you to be gone. So Crystal goes to her bedroom, and she's like, you need to go ahead and get your shit and go. She go to her bedroom. She call up a little boo thing down in Florida. Now, you know Danielle heard this conversation. And she on the phone, you know, caked up on the phone, laid in the bed, getting ready to lights out, you know? So this pisses off. She grabbed a gun. The gun, spoiler alert, has never been found, so we don't know who technically the gun belonged to. And shot Crystal in the back of the head. So days go by. Everybody knows that Danielle is back living with her mama. Days go by and Crystal and her friend, Rachel McCall, were about to have their movie night. They have a movie night every week. Like this is a standard friend. And Rachel McCall, this is somebody that she's very close to, like closest family. Mm-hmm. So Rachel's like, damn, Crystal ain't come over. I'm, I, don't, I don't hit Crystal up. Where the fuck she at? Let me run by the house and check on her. And that's how you know you're concerned about some shit. Because friend, if I... <laughs> Well, I have your location. I guess times are different now. I'd be like, where the fuck she at? Oh, okay. So Rachel comes over and she's like, Crystal, Chris, where are you? Like, what's going, what the fuck is going on? She starts smelling something. You know what that mean? And so she's looking around the house. Crystal, Crystal, where are you? And she goes into the bedroom and she sees Crystal laying lifeless on her bed with blood oozing out of her head. So when investigators get there, they realize that, okay, this is a close contact wound. So this means like the gun was either very close and or damn near pressed against the back of Crystal's head when it was fired more, and it was like fired no more than an inch away from the back of her head. The investigators looked around the room and they couldn't find a shell casing, which means one of two things. Either the person is smart enough, gun savvy enough, calm enough to remember to pick up the shell casing and take that evidence with them, or it was shot from a revolver, because I guess that's something I learned this week, that revolvers don't have casings. And I'm sure that if I'm wrong, someone will tell us that for sure um so they're looking around and they see her service belt and of course in their service belt they see her service weapon you know her police gun and so they're like oh shit was she shot by her own weapon like her own police gun oh man this is an officer shit we need to take this more seriously because officer lives matter more than the rest of us right because if y'all see crystal crystal is white passing but we saw her daddy okay her daddy is a definite Okay, so she's mixed, and you, we see her siblings. I think she just got all the white. So we saw her daddy, but she's white. She's white passing, and she's a police officer. And they took this case super seriously from the jump. They bag up her service belt and then look at her body. People come and they're noticing that she's decomposing. So she's been there for a little while, at least a few days. And they look around the house. And they realize there's no struggle. There's no sign of force entry. It's nothing really out of the ordinary. So police are kind of stunned about what could possibly have happened to Crystal at this moment. They're stunned and they're scared, right? They're like, there's a possible cop killer on the loose. We've got to get to the bottom of this. On top of that, they can't find Danielle, right? 
So they're like, oh, no, what if something happened to Danielle, too? So they're trying to figure out what are Crystal's last movements. You know, we got to retrace the steps. So they hit up her boss at East Point, and they're like, yeah. So Crystal's last day here was July 3rd, right? Haven't seen her since. She was supposed to come in for her shift on the 4th. Got this little weird-ass text message talking about dad's in the hospital. That's it. I was like, oh, you know. Let us know if you need anything. Is he okay? She said, I'm fine. I was like, That's not even what the fuck I asked, nigga. But, you know, let it slide. But now that they're questioning, he was like, yeah. You know, East Point is not handling, even though she lives in East Point, East Point is not handling the investigation because it's too close. So they pass mm-hmm. it over to another department. Yeah, Fulton County. Yeah. And so, like, they're, they're sitting there and he was like, you know what? That was kind of suspicious. And that's not even like Crystal. You know, she's our most decorated bike cop. She would never no call, no show. Or anything like that. She was police officer of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, we got some suspicious behavior. They called the dad. Dad was never even sick, right? He's like, I ain't been to no hospital. And I ain't heard from Crystal neither. What the fuck is going on? Next, the investigators go camping in the neighborhood. And they're like, hey, uh, anybody seen anything? Anybody seen anything strange around here? They come across this man named Mr. Carl Thomas. And Carl says, you know what? I did see something strange going around outside that uh, bike cop's house. You're not going to call her regular? He said, he said, I did see something over there. So it was like the other night there was this car pulled in front of her house, and it was just sitting there. And I was staring it down, and she was looking real suspicious, like looking back at me. And I don't know, maybe you should check it out because that car didn't belong outside that house, right? He was like, and then when she seen me seeing her, she just kind of pulled off in a hurry. So, you know, that's even more suspicious, right? And so the man was like, he was like, you know, it's been a lot of burglaries around here recently. So I wrote down the license plate number in case anybody came around here asking me some questions. They tracked the license plate to a woman named Miss Karen Andrews. So they find Karen. She lives less than a mile from Crystal's house, right? And detectives are like, this your vehicle? She was like, yeah, it's my vehicle. And they pull out a picture of Crystal. They say, uh, you know this woman? She's like, no, I've, ne- I've never seen her in my life. <laughs> It's like, okay, so tell me why a neighbor spotted you sitting at her house the other night. She was like, oh, I mean, I was sitting outside a house the other night, but that's just because my niece was coming over here. She was getting off the bus stop. The bus stop was close over there. I didn't want her walking in the dark alone, so I picked her up from the bus stop, you know. He was like, okay, okay, that sounds good and all, but why you speed off like you was doing something suspicious? She said, because this weird-ass nigga across the street was staring at me. And it made me uncomfortable. So I, so I got the fuck out of there. So they both did their job. <laughs> I didn't know who this nigga was. I didn't know whose house I was in front of. I said, let me get the fuck on. Listen, the cops dig into it. Her story checks out. She's no longer a suspect. So they're kind of back at square one. Ooh, so finally, one of friends got a hold of Danielle via Facebook Messenger. And she was like, hey, girl, what's going on? Um, We have been looking for you. Crystal is dead. Uh, You probably need to come around and she's like what oh my god crystal's dead how the fuck she said the love of my life is gone not wifey like wifey is gone so the police are like okay great we found danielle let's bring her in for questioning so at first she's in complete shock the detectives ask like we're so sorry for your loss tell us more about your relationship and she's like look we everything was great and we've been together for six years but you know it ain't always what it seemed like you know our relationship was kind of on the rocks um I moved back into with my mom a few weeks ago we're separated we're technically on a break which I mean and really their break wasn't all that because even though Crystal was talking to somebody else Danielle was still over there two three nights a week Mm -hmm. they were still fucking Mm -hmm. so what kind of break was that I gotta get my mental (laughs) girl 
So they they continue to question Danielle. They're like, "Is anything happened out of the ordinary? Was anything that uh, may have caused this?" And she's like, "You know what? Actually, a few weeks ago, um, I had already moved out. But right after I moved out." The house got broken into. Remember, that neighborhood has been having a lot of burglaries lately, and the house got broken into. And Crystal was kind of shook about the fact that her house got broken into. And she's, you know, a protector. She's a cop. So her house getting broken into, you know, cops don't think nothing happened really, to them. She was shooken up. I mean, anytime you get your house broken into, it's going gonna, gonna to fuck with you mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... She was saying that was pretty recent. They stole like an Xbox. They stole juries. And the police are like, okay, sometimes a pattern for people that burglarize is to steal something expensive and then go back later to see if they replaced it. Hmm. Like, steal an Xbox, you know they're going to go get a new Xbox. Shit like that. So... I thought the rule was never returned to the scene of the crime. That's what I thought the rule was. So when they said that on Fatal Attraction, I was like, okay... That's a new one. They, The police think that maybe this theory is true, that the people who burglarized the house came back. And they eventually ruled that out because the house wasn't ransacked. It wasn't, no, nothing was out of place. The only thing that was missing was her wallet and her cell phone. That's it. So now they got this theory that, you know, maybe they know her. Maybe it was somebody that she arrested. You know, she a cop. Yeah, maybe somebody somebody that she arrested trying to come back and get her like what happened to Crystal and then they go back and they think about that conversation that Tazzy told y'all that they had with her police chief or whatever about the whole dad situation the fact that dad said I wasn't in the hospital and they're like okay so something is out of whack and all this time they're waiting on the phone records remember phone records it takes a while to get so this whole time they're trying to put pieces together without knowing where her phone is and where it has been police are again okay back at square one again and they're like what the fuck happened to crystal so they're like okay let me get her friends together so they got her friends together all her uh friends from the scene her friends in atlanta and you know when lesbians get together they tell the tea (laughs) 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 so they sit down and they're like listen what you need to do is look into Danielle because what she she's a freeloader. She's spending all her money. Crystal got to work overtime, double overtime Ooh. to make up for the fact that Danielle is not doing anything to contribute to the Ooh. household. Um, and she be out here cheating. <laughs> Crystal is done with it. Crystal is heartbroken, of course, because she thought that that was her. She thought that that was her boo. She thought that you know they got as close to married as you could get at the time. And so that's when the that's when the story came out about the high school Facebook rekindled love. So police were like, "Okay, bet let's find high school Facebook rekindled love." Yeah, they was like, "Danielle is really trying to get back with Crystal, but Crystal has moved on." And the cops was like, "Moved on, huh?" So there's another woman in the picture. What's her name? So they call up Ellen, Ellen Michaels, and. They asked her to come. See, this was a long-distance relationship, and Ellen lived in Florida. You know, Crystal's in Atlanta. But they said Ellen drove up right away to talk to the cops because she had to figure out what happened to her baby, okay? And it was like, you know, how's the relationship been going? She was like, you know, it's kind of new. Um, <clears throat> it's been a little tense, though, because Danielle crazy ass be calling all the time while we be out. And I just be like, Crystal, can't you just ignore it? And she'd be like, it could be important. And I'm just like... If you still want to be with her, then just say that. Because I'm here. Right? 
I'm I'm right here looking at you dead in your face. I hate niggas like that. Get over your ex before you come over here. So she was like, but I mean, it was cool or whatever. I would never want to hurt Crystal. And it was like, oh, would you mind telling us where you were the night of the third? And she says, sure. And they check out her alibi. She checks out. She's no longer a suspect. And I'm like, God damn it. So they go and they look through the phone records and they're looking through Crystal's phone records and they're looking through Danielle's phone records and it's like, ah, uh, wait a minute. What's this number here that keeps popping up on Danielle's line? Let's check it out. Leads into a nigga named Craig Hudson. Her and Craig Hudson have been talking a lot. They said, uh, let's get Craig down to the station, please. So Craig gets to the police station. He's going to interrogate it. <laughs> Let me tell y'all, this is my man, Craig, okay? Craig, don't care about this bullshit. Do you hear me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Craig. So. They start off, and it was like, do you know Danielle Parker? He's like, yeah, I met Danielle through some mutual friends or whatever. And they was like, and he, he was like, you know, they was they was bigging him up, you know, and introduced them, and, you know, they've been kicking it since whatever. We exchanged numbers on the first night, and we just kind of been on and off again dating ever since. They said, wait a minute. So Craig was like, yeah, Danielle was real upfront, honest with me, you know. What did she tell you? She had just broke up with her ex-husband a couple months ago. And he goes on to say, you know, she mentioned that he was texting her kind of crazy. He was abusive and shit. She was just trying to get away from all of that, right? The police are like, um, Craig, do you know that Danielle does not have an ex-husband? She has a, a ex-wife. And dude is like, oh, hell nah. She told me she was married to a dude. <laughs> Nigga get riled up and shit. He's like, hold on, hold on. Then he was like, they was like, you know, on July 3rd, where was you? He was like, I was actually with Danielle. And then, you know, she was over my house. And then she told me that she was headed to her ex-husband's house to pick up a few things. And she told me that she was afraid of a little confrontation or some shit going down. But, you know, I mean, like, technically, you know... They might still be married or some shit. I ain't want to insert myself into their marital business and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, so right. I ain't go or nothing like that. So, <laughs> which, <laughs> he was like, but then while she was out, she started texting me all crazy. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone. Where are you? I need you. Pick up, pick up, pick up. Okay, so that's the end of the audio clip. Um, she goes on to continue. I have a gun. OMG, I'm at home. I'm scared. Bae, tell me what to do. And the message is continuing from there. And the nigga's like, I'm just like, the fuck is happening? Like, I don't, I don't even know what the fuck she's talking about. Texts are escalating very quickly. Right. And it's not like he's in a chance to reply in between these. He's just coming to this thread of fucking messages. And it's just like, what the hell is she talking about? Then she texts him. She says, I did it. He says, you did what? She texts back. She said, I did it, it. That's like, <laughs> mm, so, sir, what's that mean? You knew about it? You was trying to be, you a co-conspirator? What's going on? And that nigga says, All I think I need to say is, I ain't got to do this shit. I ain't going to do this crazy. My man said, keep my name out of my name, Benny. I ain't in it. <laughs> like, uh-uh. They let my man go because y'all heard him. And they continue to look at these phone records. While they're looking at the phone records, they notice that during Danielle's initial interview, she said that the last time that she spoke to Crystal 
was the Wednesday before on like um, June 27th. I remember the last time she was heard from anybody was July 3rd. So they look at the records and turns out her phone pinged at Crystal's place on July 3rd. And ever since July 3rd, Crystal's phone and Danielle's phone have been pinging in the same location. They look at the timing of the messages and turns out and locations and turns out when the text message from Crystal to her her boss saying like, oh, my dad is in, in the hospital, that whole lie. Turns out that text message was sent from Danielle's mama's house. Boom. More evidence. Right. So they get a warrant to search Danielle's mama's house. They go and search Danielle's mama's house. And guess what they find? I want you to actually guess. I don't know if do you know this. Hold oh, on, you let me think about. It. Uh, they go to Danielle. Oh, they find they find a, a gun. No, they don't. But they find bullets. They find bullets, thirty six caliber bullets, because they found out from the autopsy report that she was shot with a thirty six caliber, which is not the same as I guess police the service weapons. So they know that she wasn't shot by her own gun. But they found bullets. They found Danielle's credit card and wallet and then they found the xbox and the controllers turns out the serial number matches the serial number of crystal's xbox that was stolen during that break-in she's got everything documented on her renter's insurance <laughs> so no she owned that house danielle needed some renter's insurance so the police bring danielle back down and they tell them they tell her about what they found and what evidence that they have. And they and then she completely shuts down, like turns hard as a rock, turns hard as a rock. And then they start showing her pictures of Crystal, like the pictures of her in her literal deathbed and nothing from Danielle. I mean, she is a, she is stone. And then, of course, she asks for a lawyer. She gets a lawyer. They stop the questioning. They officially arrest her for the murder of Crystal Parker. Everybody had different emotions. People were excited, happy that she was behind bars. Some people were shocked. Some people weren't shocked. There were a lot of mixed emotions amongst everybody that knew them and knew them as a knew each of them individually and knew them as a couple. But what shocked everybody was when Danielle put in a plea of not guilty. And everybody was like, are you serious, girl? Like, what the fuck? But Danielle put in a plea of not guilty, so she got some lawyers together and they got ready to go to trial. If you're listening to this, you probably already know what I'm about to say, that today is the day for you to start your podcast. You have everything that you need, your computer, a little microphone, and Spotify for podcasters. It is the all-in-one platform where you can host, edit, and record your podcast and distribute it everywhere where you're listening right now you can have your podcast there i promise for real and it's free and you can make some money off of your podcast for free free money free money is out there just go get it by starting your podcast today streaming october 6th on paramount plus first place i learned about death was a pet cemetery dead things buried in that land would come back there's something else something's wrong with timmy he needs time to adjust. That's not Timmy. Something's talking through him. Sometimes dead is better. Pet Cemetery, Bloodlines, Rated R, streaming only on Paramount Plus. So during the pre-trial hearing, the prosecutors are laying out what they suspected happened that night. You know, 
they go through the series of events, all the suspicious text messages, everything, right? They're getting everything prepped for a trial. And then on the first day of trial, the jury's waiting. The courtroom is packed. And then y'all going to say, <clears throat> I'd like to take a plea deal, please. <laughs> so she pleads guilty to murder, felony murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and possession of a firearm while committing a felony. Now, wasn't in the other case you couldn't charge them for murder and felony murder on the same crime? It's a thing with every... I'm telling you, like, I don't know if it depends on the state. I don't know if it's just if you'd care to fight it. Learn us something, Miss Gloria. They also said at the trial, like, she did her... She was just stone-faced. She didn't turn around. She didn't say sorry to the folks that she... You never really hear it out of her mouth that she did it. It just kind of, the investigation kind of cuts off at, I want a lawyer. Right. There's no tape at trial of her confessing her guilt or anything. She didn't acknowledge the family. Just, like, you better be fucking shell-shocked. I don't, I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have any other explanation for it. But yeah. All right, y'all. It is time for... Well, I'm not black. I'm OJ. I didn't do it. But if I did... This is how I would have got away with it. I ain't do it, but if I did, I would have sold that Xbox. Why you got the Xbox? Because she played the Xbox. Mm-hmm. She probably played the Xbox. And all her toys were left over at Crystal's house. She back at her mama crib. Her mama ain't got shit. So she broke into the house. Like, why you break into the house while you got a key? Because it's not her Xbox. Because <laughs> it's Crystal's Xbox and not her Xbox. You had to make it seem suspicious. I ain't do it, but if I did okay okay so here's the thing right danielle was over to crystal's house the night of the third right but crystal made a call to ellen and they spoke the morning of the fourth like six forty-seven, right that seems kind of bold of crystal to call your new girl in front of your old girl i think you and your old girl just fucked or some shit you know what i mean listen <laughs> apparently crystal had let me tell you she's got poor okay i don't know i ain't do it but if i did you just got to make clean cuts. Like, when they start dating somebody else, that means your time is up. Like, who really wants to fight like that? Right. I'm not coming back. <laughs> nah, man. I'll, re- I'll work on it while I'm ready to work on it. But once I'm tired and ready to go on, I'm tired and ready to go on. You know, these uh, these episodes never fail to crack me up. Yeah. Because... In Fatal Attraction, they so fucking shady. So in Fatal Attraction, when they was talking to Craig, and they was like, the pol- they said the police were just confused because, you know, Craig's a man, and Danielle was clearly a lesbian. Why they cut to the scene of Craig and Danielle on the first day, and they got Danielle on the fucking polo. <laughs> and she, she dressed like a stud next to this nigga. I'm talking about, we're just confused on how this happened. <laughs> First of all, there was a news source that said that Crystal was killed by her roommate. Yeah, and they said she was killed by her roommate. I was like, y'all wildin'. That shit was so funny to me, though. And it's crazy that they even had her dressed like that. Because if you look at any of the pictures of, of Danielle, she doesn't look but butch in any of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she be wearing the little shirts with the slits in them that say baby girl and shit. Like, they be tight and hugging her. So... The fact that y'all reenacting her as this whole stud-ass nigga on a date with this guy talking about, it just didn't make sense that they were dating. Parole or no parole? No parole. That bitch didn't say shit to nobody. Right? She was really, like, you didn't even, no remorse, no nothing. 
you didn't even try to get this through school. Like, come on now. She showed her ass every step of the way. And, like, you fucked up in the relationship, playing her in her own house. You fucked up killing this bitch in her own house. You fucked up going to her child, not giving a fuck. Like They also said, remember I was talking about how um, she remembered to put, pick up her shell case. And they said that she had a purple gun. Everybody knew that she had a purple gun, but you couldn't find that mm-hmm, gun. Because Crystal taught everybody around her how to use a fucking all, gun. All her friends was like, we know how to use a gun because Crystal taught us gun safety. And she made and sure that this. she taught Danielle too. And somebody, and somebody that knows guns is always going to tell you to pick up your case. And like, she never had to do reviews. Do people even still like us? Yeah. I just feel like we need to change to Saturday. And then somebody messaged us. See, I guess I didn't realize that it had changed to Saturday. <laughs> I mean, but once we get this help. It's from Amber Smiles. It says, phenomenal podcast. These ladies are amazing storytellers and keep it real. Being a black Georgia girl myself, I dig their personalities and their conversations. Love the cases. Keep it up, ladies. I want to thank you for giving me time to breathe. <laughs> y'all if y'all saw the way more i was looking right now y'all know why we don't do live podcasts <laughs> y'all would know why we're not on youtube <laughs> y'all ever seen a wild banshee <laughs> come on nigga, rid of i'm sorry i always forget how to get there okay it says i so love y'all i'm a true crime buff i ran across your podcast on tiktok and have turned and have tuned in since then i love the interaction the different voices that you guys use and your storytelling tactics. I tell all my friends about this podcast. I look forward to the episode each week. Keep it up. Georgia Bread. Hashtag Black Crime. All right, y'all. That's the end of our show. That's it. That's the end. If you want to keep up with us, if you want to add space, you can email us at sisterswhokillpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Sisters Who Kill. Follow us on TikTok at Sisters Who Kill Podcast. On Instagram at Sisters Who Kill Pod. And you can join the discussion group. Um, I don't have anything else, friend, do you? If you want to leave us, I'm not black. I'm OJ. Oh, yes. You can do it on Anchor. Leave us a voice memo. Or if you're a little longer, don't get too winded. You can email them to me at that email Mariah said. But besides that, you know, talk to us. We talk back. Bye.